0: beautiful people. Welcome back. I'd like to thank you again for joining me on the Disney Benjamin experience. But before we begin, you know how we like to start these episodes. Deep breath in. Exhale. What we're getting into today is Pretty deep. So how about we do another one of those? (sighs) Be here with me right now. Be fully present in this moment. And allow this wisdom from my soul to guide you on this journey of deeper understanding as we attempt to digest some pretty difficult topics. But it's all for the purpose of growth, the purpose of expanding our consciousness, building communities that are going to be everlasting. Creating a legacy in this lifetime that we can be proud of, that we can always look back to and Know that we gave it our all for the right reasons. Today we'll be getting into the first portion of a series that I personally have coined Blacktivist. Being a black man in America, I only felt that it was right if I was to do any commentary of anything, I must include my experience, my perspective, my opinion on what we can do, not just as black people, but as a world to help black individuals, melanated people, heal from the systems, the constructs, the perspectives that we've been forced to survive under that have prevented us from being able to access an opportunity at simply living and just being in this life. We spend so much energy, so much attention chasing these eurocentric standards that were never meant for us to be viewed as successful within them systems that had that have no intention of truly empowering us of truly awakening us to the divine potential that we carry within our beings and i hope this portion of this greater platform can bring awareness to that and allow each of us melanated peoples to take steps towards building societies that truly care about the development, the sustainability, the growth, the expression, the well-being of our peoples. This will be the disclaimer before I hand you any of the the real meaty, the juicy part of this episode. If you aren't ready to become aware and release your Eurocentric ideals and attachments, the standard which the world has forced you to adhere by in order to, to gain your validation The wisdom that I am about to share with you is going to destroy your perception of reality. Because there is so much more to life outside what this society has taught us there is. Simply as a means to be able to hold up a group of people who never intended for the greater population to be able to access the divine love and abundance and power of alignment with the greater universe. So if you'd like your fairy tale to keep on going, then I ask, maybe this isn't the time for you to be receiving this knowledge. But if you're ready to dive in, and I haven't seen The Matrix in a while, I'm not sure which pill this is, but if you're ready to see how deep the rabbit hole goes, welcome. The journey has only begun. Personally, I feel like just by looking at the title of this episode. You should have known that we were going to get into some crazy, crazy talk today. Give yourself a chance to receive this new perspective if it's one you haven't heard before and know the genuine intention that fuels the words that I have to share with you and understand that these words I have are never intended to put others down, to make people feel lesser than the divine beings that we all are, but to allow us a greater sense of awareness, to expand our consciousness, to finally give this world and its people an opportunity to live in truth and love, in community, to be here for each other, whatever side of this planet, whatever face of this planet that you're walking on to leave behind ideals, people, perspectives that have held us back from truly being the world's community that we deserve to be. With all that being said, why don't we begin? Discussing this topic was so urgent to my soul because we're at a time in history where decisions need to be made. People need to know what the future holds. People need something to believe in. Because if we as a collective cannot align ourselves with a moral, a genuine truth, we will watch ourselves fall, self-destruct with a system that was never meant to hold us. Actually, only meant to hold us back from living in the promised land, living in the heaven on earth that we have the ability to create. And the most ridiculous part of it all is that there's a small group of individuals who have decided to orchestrate how the entirety of the world will run to create their own fantasy, their own Disneyland, while the rest of us suffer underneath them to create the foundation for that unconscious, unaware enslaved, oppressed, defeated, yet constantly creating new generations of exploitable souls to be able to cr- to maintain this fantasy. But this dream ended for me a long time ago. And when you allow yourself to wake up to the truth that is the purgatory of the present, you will realize that it is our responsibility as a people to re-envision a system that we can exist in collectively, cohesively, in unity. When it comes to speaking about revolution, liberation, uprooting this vile, corrupted system, we have to acknowledge who this system was intended to benefit. Who was it created for? Over the past hundreds of centuries, the concept of whiteness has expanded as a means to continue to maintain this system, the power structure. So when we as melanated people, as indigenous people, as BIPOC individuals, call upon white allies, call upon white people to help us uproot this system and create one with more genuine foundations, we need you as white people, white identifying individuals, to understand that you need to listen to us before centering yourself in the conversation, before making yourself the hero. Before leading the cause, you need to understand that you need to be a listener first. Because this system disadvantages the rest of us as a means to be able to put you on the pedestal that you may not know or even want to acknowledge that this system puts you on. We need each other. We can uproot every horrid, vile construct that has been created to oppress people across the planet. But after we find all those answers, we will still be forced to exist with each other on this planet, sharing this air, sharing these resources, sharing this time with each other. We cannot find reasons to continue hating each other It's so much deeper than that. But allow yourselves to understand the truest answers, the greatest answers for how this revolution will transpire will come from the voices of the people who were not meant to be heard, who were meant to be under the foot of this system, deep in the mud, until the end of time. So understand there is every intention of including you in a new world where we can take accountability and address our past, but also build, accept that that's what happened, and build to create a better future. For those of you that are on your healing journeys, one one term that you may understand is shadow work. A phrase that means working with your unconscious mind to uncover the parts of yourself that you repress and hide from yourself. More times than not, parts of the identity that are subconsciously considered undesirable. To be able to truly heal as a world's people, we must be able to even take accountability for a past that we may not have participated in, but is still affecting us as a people's today. And until we're able to do that kind of work, to take that kind of responsibility, we don't deserve the power that comes with existing as a unit, as a peoples on this earth, as the earth is moving towards a phase of rising consciousness. And if we can't figure out and, and really internalize these aspects of healing the earth will move on without us and the paradise that we dream of will not be something that we get to experience only something that sits inside the minds of some of us that have been able to escape from the grasp of this horrid system In taking those steps of truly acknowledging the history that is and not the history that we feel comfortable receiving and being aware of, I believe will come an ego death of this white identity that so many people have aligned with as a means for their own survival or just as a means to benefit from what comes with whiteness especially in Eurocentric societies. And one thing about being able to identify with whiteness is that it allows you to separate yourself from race whenever you so please rather than non-white individuals where race they're constantly being made aware of their race and how it can disadvantage them and many times does disadvantage them for just simply existing as who they are in these same systems. Once we as a collective really, really, really start to heal, we're going to really understand that Eurocentric society was never the standard. Because if you really look at how Disadvantaged the rest of the world's people needed to be, how manipulated, how marginalized, how oppressed the rest of the world's people needed to be as a means to prop up Eurocentric ideals as the world standard, then you would understand that the rest of us as a world's people simply have just not been given the same opportunity to express ourselves to our potential, to the way that we deem we should be living this life. And for how unnatural that European mind and the ideals are to the indigenous peoples of this world. We continue to sit there and chase for the validation Of rules that don't even align with our souls. Thinking that we aren't all that, thinking that we aren't these divine beings, thinking that we don't have access to communication with the entirety of the universe as individual beings. And that is really the most selfish thing I can imagine. Maybe not the most, but to dehumanize the world as a means to prop yourself up, put yourself on your own pedestal and then force everyone beneath you to salivate at your greatness, your false identity, your made up divinity. It's sick to me. And I believe as a people, we deserve to heal from that. The call for such great change inspires new perspectives, inspires new energy in people who have not had the opportunity to truly feel that empowered in who they are apart from Eurocentric standards. But to the people who have benefited from these systems, to the people who have become comfortable living beneath these systems, comfortable with the ignorance that it allows them to hold, to avoid addressing the horrid nature of the present day, it incites fear, deep fear. One of the greatest fears being that all the marginalized people of this planet will look back at their history and turn this anger that they have at how oppressed they've been towards the descendants of the individuals who created these systems for us to suffer under. And in being aware of that potential, there is a subconscious need for nothing to change at all. For the people who have the greatest potential to change this society systemically They are more accepting of people just suffering and complaining rather than real change occurring and real accountability needing to be taken for us to move forward. We are generations deep in a world where Eurocentric society and the standard that it follows has controlled the world and its people, has forced the world to sit underneath its validation, to sit beneath its judgment rather than acceptance. And great fear comes with releasing that control. And that I do understand. But one thing that I would like you to also understand is that we are not like you. We as Indigenous people of the world live in community naturally. Cleanse the soul naturally. Live in states of higher vibration. Live in diversity. Because there is a deep understanding of the acceptance of self and the acceptance of all that is this environment that the earth has provided us to be able to learn from to create experiences on, to create great, great manifestations upon. If there was any time taken by the colonizing class of people to truly understand the people that they were inflicting genocide and oppression upon, they would understand that these people aligned with the universe on such a different level of consciousness that we didn't need all the material things, all the rewritten history books to prove that we were divine individuals because it was just the way we knew how to live. And I can't say That there is a perfect society because that's what takes us away from allowing 8 billion people that exist on this planet to be, to find, to express who they truly are. But I definitely do know there is an awareness that people can achieve that will allow them to not only accept but to appreciate different people for loving themselves in the ways that they know how and allowing that love to overflow from within them and to share it with others of this world without the intention of needing to control them, but with the intention of existing with them in this life because we only have such a short time to live this to receive from this experience. So why do we allow generations of people to not be afforded the opportunity to live life simply to boost our ego? It's ridiculous to me. And I hope in the way I explain it, it can also be just as ridiculous to you. The people who sought to colonize, to control the world, never cared how conscious the masses became. It was only a means of keeping them at a state that would allow this colonizer fever dream to continue to exist. Let us wake up and call this the end of the road to that dream. So the rest of us as a world's people can start to live, finally. The one thing that we as a world's people should truly fear beyond revenge, beyond the tables completely flipping, is the consequences of continuing to exist in a society the way we do now. And eliminating ourselves from this experience simply because we remained ignorant to who we truly could be. would be, personally, I believe that would be the greatest loss of all time. Would have been the greatest waste of our development as a human species. And the greatest waste of the potential we had to bring divinity, to advance This world, as our own species, being a part of this greater collective that is nature. Real, genuine leaders are not sitting in these high government positions begging for the validation of the people who are holding on to the wealth created by the exploitation of individuals from across the world, of marginalized people from across the planet. Real leaders are focused on making sure the people have what they need, not just their people. The people have what they need and that we continue to reflect and look upon ourselves to see where we need to heal, to better be able to guide this society, to direct this experience, to always exist within the heights of our potential, and not to create systems to fuel, to feed our demons, the demons that we refuse to ever address. I just wanna give you time to process all that has been said. We're gonna take a little break here. Please, please, if you need to go back and start this over and listen to that whole thing again, feel free. This is a judge-free zone. I care more about your developing consciousness than I care about your ability to stay focused, your ability to not sleep to my voice. (laughs) Hopefully what I'm saying is interesting enough to keep you awake, but please be able to absorb that knowledge. And when we return I'm going to introduce to you the three stages of the white individual within society and how I would like us to approach each of them through my perspective as a means of bringing them to the revolution. Of not the racial revolution, but the revolution of life, of the human race, of the world's people. Because remember, this is not a slandering episode. This is not a destructive podcast. This is meant to bring us closer together as a world's people. Yet closer together in love, in acceptance, in genuine nature. I know I say that word genuine a lot because if you saw this world for what it truly is, you would see how fake, how fake, how made up, how material so much really is. So go ahead and take some time to yourself. Run this first part back again if that's what you need to. And get ready to join us for some more powerful information, some more powerful wisdom upon this topic. How white allies can truly contribute by great means to a revolution. That changes their whole identity, their whole future, and our whole existence as a human race on this planet. Beautiful people, welcome back. Whether you're listening to this episode all the way through which I definitely congratulate you on. And I thank you for being able to value my soul in that sense, or you did take that break and you're now ready to be present with me. Let's take another deep breath. Let's get ready to receive some deep, deep, deep wisdom from the truth of my soul. I thank you for joining us again. Down the rabbit hole we go. In this extended part of the episode, I definitely wanted to touch on the three phases of the white individual. Since I live in America, I will speak from an American perspective. White youth, the white working-class middle-age, and the white elderly. And where and how we can best address each of these three classes of individuals to best bring them into our revolution. Into this new world that we are creating. So let's begin with the youth. Definitely I believe that how we educate our youth and the environments that we put them in to receive knowledge will be the most important factor. Let's empower our youth with the truth. The real past that has happened. To allow them to not feel the need to identify with whiteness as a means to cover up their insecurities as a means to create an identity but to allow them to look and see how the concept of whiteness has been used to destroy opportunity for many marginalized groups across this planet especially within this country and to let them know that each of them individually are divine beings who have the potential to change the face of how this entire world looks at light-skinned individuals. One perspective I hold so deep to my heart is that racism is taught and hatred is conditioned. Children are born into this life as blank slates And I definitely believe that in a society where we are not rushed to be, where we are allowed to understand ourselves as individuals, we can accept the fact that love is the natural tune of this universe. Kids aren't born with hate in their genes. Kids don't come out of the womb ready to sick their insecurities on a group of people just because of the color they are. Yet in a society that refuses to acknowledge these faults that we have, kids become accustomed to these perspectives unconsciously. Truly not knowing any better. Yet being allowed to incite this kind of trauma upon non-white individuals simply because we would rather perpetuate this ignorance over generations than allow these kids to understand this isn't who we are as a people. This isn't what we do anymore. Our identity isn't in this whiteness, isn't in the color of our skin our identity is in the people that we choose to be every single day one thing about the white kids they they are born being able to appreciate black culture they're born with the ability to respect boundaries to respect people that are different than they are yet society over time conditions them to believe some innate sense of superiority allows them to walk on top of all of us to appropriate our culture to disadvantage us to traumatize us and not take accountability for how that is handed down over generations rather than a need to heal, rather than the desire to see everybody win, even people who don't look like them. So I believe the revolution will start, will be led by the youth, and the greatest chance we have of changing the future starts with empowering our youth with the wisdom and knowledge that can carry them for generations rather than continuing to allow them to be conditioned by the hate that their whiteness, that white identity, that traumatized ego allows them to hold and express upon other blank slate children on this planet who are just trying to understand who they are and not be ridiculed for their blackness, not be humiliated for the melanin that exists within them. Yes, I understand that children don't know any better. But who said that children were too young to learn morality? Who said that children couldn't absorb truth at a young age? Who said that certain children didn't deserve to be held accountable for their ignorance? But not held accountable in the means of punished held accountable in the means of we've made a mistake, we've, we've expressed ourselves in an unfavorable way. Let's learn how to express ourselves in a healed, genuine manner to get what we need to put ourselves in the position we deserve to be in without needing to pull others down or step on top of them to prove our worth. these children need to be empowered in being different than they ever have been so they can lead the revolution for their people and bring us together as a world society i invest all my my attention all my love into the youth who are ready to create new systems who are ready to walk away from this concept of whiteness because they know that as a people, we just wanna play. We just wanna have fun. We just wanna be supported and loved for who we are. Doesn't matter what we look like. And for that, I have the utmost respect for the youth period. And in expressing that and showing An intention to reach that kind of consciousness at a young age, I will forever have the utmost respect for the white youth that make it their responsibility to jump on that journey. The next class of people that we're going to address will be the working class age individuals. what we need of them as they have been a little bit more conditioned than the youth have is to be able to not only separate themselves from their whiteness but to be able to create to become aware of an identity apart from the whiteness to be able to go to when we as a world society are are in a position to release racism as a whole, to release the grip it has on us and to do their part as adults to undo this system that although it may not look like it, severely advantages them over people who don't identify with whiteness Systemically, and also to take their part in addressing the class inequalities, which is the much deeper rooted issue of the society we live in today. The second that we can get the working class, the low income, white people to understand that you are no closer to these billionaires, to the super rich at the top than we are as non-white people. You literally live with us in society, side by side regardless of how ignorant you are regardless of whatever blocks and systems and organizations you create to separate yourself from us. You are one of us. And you are being used, manipulated by your insecurities to be able to continue a system that doesn't benefit you nearly as much as you may think it has the potential to only creates more division and separation between the communities that we could make on the baseline, the foundation, the ground level of this society. So then we can truly start addressing those deeper issues that supersede racism. And since higher education plays a role in this demographic, I would like white people to understand, of this class to understand, it's okay to sit back and listen to the experiences, Listen to the wisdom that comes from the people who have not been allowed to benefit from this society. In listening, you may be able to put yourselves in a much better position to truly take down this system than in centering yourself. As the orchestrators of the revolution. Because you have to understand the places where your whiteness has prevented you from going, the dark depths that your whiteness has prevented you from seeing, that are the truth of this society. And it's okay to have not experienced that, but understand in your power, you must be able to provide a platform and an opportunity for marginalized people to speak and to put their new ideas of a society that may better supplement us all, rather than always feeling the need to to prove that you are also oppressed, to prove that you deserve to speak first, to have the loudest voice over everybody else. All of us, all of these classes of people can use education. We never get too old, we never become too validated, too certified to continue to be students of the school of life. And I want you to understand that the more steps you take in understanding who you can be to positively impact the inevitable revolution to come, the easier it will be to assimilate yourselves into any new world that can truly transpire. Out of this hell that we are living under right now. I know some of you may be startled by these words. But I truly believe that it is not the intention of marginalized people to see, to enact revenge. For what has happened to us in the means that that maybe your ancestors or people that look like you have forced upon us i truly believe that deep down inside under underneath all the trauma and the hate there is love and there is a call to just heal collectively and if we can allow ourselves to be in that position as a collective We don't need to worry about revenge. We don't need to worry about another oppressive state. We can worry. Forget that. We can focus on existing as an expanded consciousness and truly finally align ourselves with this world, with this earth, with the unconditional love that is this experience. And your kids will be thankful and generations beyond yourselves right now will be so thankful that you've chosen to separate yourselves from the power that these systems give you and to create systems that allow you to forever be empowered in just being your, yourself as an individual rather than only feeling that sense of power and dignity from your whiteness, even if that's not what you feel it comes from. And it's okay. There will be some white people attacking me, not being able to process this wisdom that I'm attempting to share because it's gonna rub on their wounds, their insecurities that exist underneath that whiteness, that ego. And this was my intention. If you've stayed here long enough to get to this point in the podcast, you're listening because you know that there is something greater that we can all be a part of. Or you're attempting to catch me slip up, which I'm sorry, but I'll never do. Because everything that comes out of my soul is with genuine intention. For the final class of individuals will be that older generation, many whom of which are so too far gone, shouts to Drake on beneath their ignorance that it's become a crutch for them to exist under And for that, there really is nothing I can say other than I hope that in the years and the time that you have left on this planet, you may be able to create a space for generations that have followed you just to give them a chance to see a world where we can love people for who they are rather than feeling the need to control them, to manipulate them, to force them to align with the ideals that we have for ourselves or that you have for yourselves rather than allowing us to live by the means that align with our souls. The more time spent unaware and just being allowed to be conditioned, allowing your vessel to be conditioned by this system, the more conscious effort and time and persistence it'll take to purge those destructive beliefs. Especially if you've chosen to accept them. And even more so if you've Allowed yourself to align with these beliefs as ideals. So at that grown ass age. I can only hope that you see the light. At some point before you pass on. And if you can. Actually that actually may be the thing that kills you because it's a lot, especially when it's your whole entire identity. Something that you survive off of. But that doesn't go to show that I don't believe in you because that's something that I do. But understand the older that you become, the older that you are within a society that is built to condition you to hate others that are not like you especially when you are the world minority and there is so much that is not like you it's, it's the the, the choices in your hands and i don't expect you to choose to be uncomfortable for the rest of your life but i hope you can understand that through that initial discomfort will come the opportunity of a lifetime for the kids that you've birthed to be able to exist in a paradise that we can all enjoy regardless of the color of our skin you know what you could call this a dis has a dream speech (laughs) <laughs> I might make an episode called This Has a Dream but this episode specifically is my dream to let white people know that we don't hate you and I'll repeat that as many times as I believe is necessary to, to truly reiterate that fact that there aren't just certain good white people there are good people on this earth who happen to be white. And I want those individuals to know that you don't have to abandon who you are completely as a means to assimilate into a new world of higher consciousness. But I'd like you to take accountability for who you are and the identities that you align with. So when those identities become corrupted become vile, become destructive to society as a whole, we can understand when it's time to release them and it's time to create something greater out of nothing rather than holding on to our last days, identities that are no good for any of us. Give society a chance To be, to reach its potential in love and dignity. Because I guarantee you, if those colonizers knew what they were doing all those hundreds of years ago, we could have been living in a utopia. But they obviously didn't have a damn clue And somehow today we are still toting up their identities like they're some sort of God's people, like they're some sort of inspiration. For who? For what? Do we not have the potential to do it a million times better than they did? Do we have to continue to hate each other when we realize that does nothing but destroy us as people? Why can we not enjoy this experience regardless of what we look like? I know a lot of you guys are just as tired of hearing about race as I am, but the only way we'll get over it is addressing the darkness, the ignorance that it's brought to this society. And I'll be so glad if you give this world an opportunity to finally exist apart from these Eurocentric ideals that have held us back from truly developing into the divine nature that we are as human beings. Oh, you made it to the end of the episode? I'm pretty proud of you. You know what? I'm really proud of you. Nobody is more proud of you than I am, actually. <laughs> Thank you for, for respecting my soul enough to be able to receive all of the love but I hope to communicate from this platform. And may you give yourself an opportunity before responding if this has unsettled your soul, but just an opportunity in general to be able to perceive this life through a new lens. A lens where we're tired of being slaves. A lens where we are tired of hurting. Of being traumatized. Of existing under this oppressive state. Where we just want to live. We just want to love. We just want to learn. I hope you feel me. When I tell you, you feel me? Mm. it's all love and for everybody who's with us here at this point I applaud you and I thank you deeply and now I send you back off into the world with love hopefully you may be able to share this love the world, but also allow this love to hear, to heal your heart, as that is something this world so desperately needs, especially at this time. Beautiful people, have an amazing day, have an amazing night, have an amazing life. I'm here for you. I want to see you win. I want to see us win. I want to be able to live in the the party that should be the human experience. To exist on the eternal vacation that should be the planet Earth. Continuing to learn and appreciate from all the experiences that this realm can give us. Don't let me forget. I love you guys so, so, so deeply. Thank you.